Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe podcast. And today I am honored to not only connect, but to have this great conversation. I've been looking forward to this for, I don't know, probably like <laughs> probably like two months now. <laughs> but you know, like the universe, it works out whenever the time is right. And I'm honored to, to be interviewing and not only interviewing, but hearing this lovely story. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks, HB. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for doing this. As I said, I was, um, you know, we connected on Instagram and I don't know, maybe it's the empathy in me, but I don't know, your page just, it just gravitates to me and it just, I don't know. I just like, oh man, like I need to, I need to know more. And not only do I need to know more, how can I help? You know, I feel like, um, you know, we're all here to assist each other. Right. Like, my big thing is being a mental health advocate, right? Now I'm not only a mental health advocate, I'm a mental health coach slash life coach, you know? So so I know like some techniques and stuff to help people, but I'm like, man, for me to try to take down mental health by myself, that, that'd that be a fool. It's going to be a team effort, <laughs> you know? It is. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's too... It's too many people out here with amazing stories, with amazing mm-hmm. abilities to touch everyone else. Why not try to connect? And thank you for doing this. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Um, I, If it's okay with you, I'm just going to share a little bit about our background and Let's go. my story. <laughs> yeah. So um, our foundation is called the Ashley Busby Foundation. And of course, that's named after our daughter, Ashley, who... Um, unfortunately died by suicide about two and a half years ago now. And um, let me just tell you a little bit about her and kind of her personality and what she was like. Um, Ashley was always a very quiet child, but very artistic and very talented. Um, She had an amazing voice. She was um, really good with art and sketches and things like that. And um, one of the things that was very special about her was she noticed details and not only in just things and like out in nature and places like that, but she also noticed um, little details about people. And so when we would be out and about, um, she could tell if someone was kind of having a bad day or if someone was especially happy and So it was always kind of interesting to see who she would gravitate towards because she was not afraid to go up to people and just say, hey, how are you doing today? I just noticed you over here and she would strike up a conversation and she she did that all the time. At school, she would notice someone sitting alone at a table and she would go up to them and just sit down next to them and talk to them about their day. Like she was a free spirit. Oh, she was a free spirit for sure. And she was just real kind. Like we say that um, she was almost too kind for all of the craziness going on around her. She didn't understand in her heart of hearts how there could be any kind of cruelness in the world. That really 
that really struck her, right? She yeah. she was the ultimate um, flower child, right? Um, love is love and really just wanted kindness and peace and love. And so anytime there was any kind of discord or anything like that, it really affected her. Um, even if it wasn't directed at her, if it was just there, it really affected her. And so I think um, that was kind of just how she was as a person. So when she was 16, um, she was sexually assaulted by um, an acquaintance, by a boy that she knew really well. Um, And as a result of that, she lost some friends and a lot of people kind of they left her alone because they didn't quite know how to deal with it. How to approach her. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and 16-year-olds, they don't. They don't know how it's, it's too to. Much at that. It's too much pressure. Yeah. Right. Right. They just don't know. They don't have the tools. They don't have the resources. That's why I think it's very important to kind of bring awareness to this, to teach our teenagers how to um, interact with someone who's been through trauma, any kind of trauma. And so they just kind of left her. Um, and I don't blame all, right? But what it left her with was a sense of shame and guilt because then she felt like somehow it was her fault. All yeah, of these things that she was Everybody separated from it, which is exactly wrong. But and, I, I get it. When you're 16, uh, life, oh, life yeah. is it's a lot to process. It is. Yeah. It's a lot to process. And you're already dealing with your own stuff. And then to have a friend who goes through something like that is really hard too. And so she, um, she really struggled. And as parents, it's really hard to watch that because you can tell your child, you are incredible. You're amazing. You are a beautiful soul and you matter, you know, yeah. and that's really what it what it comes down to is you matter. Your being needs to be here because you're part of this just intricate machine that we have going and you're an important part of that. um, It's also hard as a parent because you know the potential that your kids have and they don't realize it often until later in life. Like you shared your story with me and yours kind of came about over time and something happened in, in you when you graduated college and went through some of those. Yeah. Of it. Right. And at the time, right at that point, you were uncomfortable and, but really what it was, it was like a butterfly, right? It was that part where you were just really coming into the butterfly. Yeah. And so as a parent, we see that. It's interesting. You have kids and you're going to see that with your kids. You're going to start to see little personality things. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, they're going to be a great this, this. So we knew she was going to do something great. Like we just knew it. And so we tell her this and you know, we got her um, into a therapist and we got her into all of these things. And um, unfortunately, when she made an attempt on her life, she went to a mental health facility and um, the people who treated her at that time 
um, the psychiatrist that was on staff um, misdiagnosed her right away, even though she had already had a diagnosis, didn't look fully at her file. No, no. So when you were sharing <laughs> yeah, we just, your story, we, just we were just talking yeah. about oh this. Yeah, goodness, they, yeah, they it's like a check mark thing. Yeah. For them. No, I met you 15 minutes and mm-hmm. here you, you can't are. can't evaluate someone like that. Yeah. Right. So as parents, we pulled her out, but the, a lot of damage was done with that because she was once again, they didn't ask her about her trauma. They didn't ask her about um, her past. And so the, instead of treating the trauma and everything that goes along with that, they were trying to treat symptoms and mm-hmm. make a diagnosed basis off yep. of that. Yep. And it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, you have to look at the whole person. And so, once again, that shame started coming back. And we struggled with that for a few years. And she had a couple of couple more times where she was hospitalized. And you talk about masks, right? And leading, leading a double life. Well, at school, she was an honors student and she was seen as this talented, quiet, um, beautiful girl. And then at home, we saw a bit of that. We knew those were there, but we also saw the darkness and the, the real inner turmoil that she was going through. And, struggling with and there would be a moment where we'd see her progressing in um with her mental health and we would say my husband and I would say to each other oh my gosh maybe this is it maybe she's gonna come to this peak this breakthrough that we've been looking right yeah right maybe this is it and so we would go we started marking it well okay we've had a month without any major incidents. We've had two months. We've had eventually it got to nine months and we're like, oh my gosh, okay, this is like huge. it's happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then something would trigger again. And we would always come in to save her, you know, and the last time unfortunately and tragically, we weren't able to save her. And I I am one who believes that we have a purpose on this earth and whatever that purpose is, we may not know. Um, She was here for 19 years and we're so grateful for that 19 years. And now it's our job because I know the potential she could have had. It's our job. I feel as parents to fulfill some of that potential And that kindness that she would have been able to give to all of these people who she was doing, that's what she was doing already in her 19 years. And all those lives she touched, we made it our mission to continue that. And so um, we educate about mental health and especially for people who are trying to navigate the system. So that's where we've kind of found our niche. So if you give me any information and you say, hey, I need mental health resources in this state, I have this insurance or I'm uninsured, I can find you those resources and I can kind of gear you towards that because I've really learned how it works, right? And every state is different, everywhere is different. 
So that's one aspect of it. Another aspect, of course, is scholarship. We want kids to see their potential through school because education was important to her. She was going to be um, a marine biologist and a conservationist, and that was really kind of cool to us. And then the third thing is just to spread kindness. And so we have little things we do throughout the year. And you mentioned earlier, you know, there are a lot of us on Instagram and other social media um, platforms who are really trying to spread kindness and positivity. And for me, it is not about the followers. Yeah. Um, for me, right. It's about the message and it's about that one that sends me a message and says, thank you. Mm -hmm. I was really having a hard day today and you don't know how much this boosted me and helped me get through the day. And it's about that one parent who says, thank you for sharing your daughter's story because you see, and I'm sure you've seen this in talking to people, they're anxious and they're stressed because they don't know what to do. Yeah, I want to help, but I don't know how. Right. Yeah. And then just to hear someone else say, I get you and to mm -hmm. see their shoulders yeah. relax. You just see them just relax. Like, oh, like the elephant. Okay. Is I'm not yeah. alone in yeah, this no, world. Not. Right. Not. I'm not, not alone. Not. So not. it's, it's those connections. And I think that's really what it is about. It's about the connections that we have. Um, it's about realizing that there are other people out there that have the same objectives, the same goals and the same purpose and have found meaning in this. And it's really about destigmatizing and opening up hard conversations. Yeah. It's the hard conversations that, that have the breakthrough. It really is. It really is. And so we do it in memory of our daughter, Ashley and I know so many people like you were talking about this. That's been the incredible thing to me is I find strength in others. And I really think we lift each other up. But at the same time, there's power in that. And there's power in sharing our stories because then people feel like they're not alone. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So. yeah no, no. There's, there's so much... There's so much stuff that you touched on. Um, <laughs> no, but like, honestly, what you're doing, you are a superhero. I think, I think, you know, we never know, as you said, we never know our why, right? We never know that the, the, we always want to know our purpose. And we think like, it's going to be a Disney movie. Oh, hey, you know, this is going to happen. And <laughs> like, you know, fairy tales and, and all that. Like, but it's not. So, it's like, not. unfortunately, this is life and not everyone's going to be a superhero, right? Right. Um, When it took like, for example, when, when my three-year-old sister, when she had passed, I I was affected by that in so much trauma. But then the bright side about it was it gave me a chance to be fearless, right? In certain moments. Right. Hey, let me go do something that she never did. Like she was right. three, right? She didn't even get a chance to lie to her mom and say, no, I didn't eat the cookie, you know? So let me yeah. do stuff like like that. I, okay, well, I'm going to eat this exotic food and come to find out, like, I love I love oysters, right? Because people are like, man, don't eat oysters. And I'm like, uh, well, you know, my sister can do it. I'm going to try it out. And I love oysters. Like, you know, like, it's just one of the things that, like, food or traveling, like, I'm going to do something that people would say that's extreme because I'm like, well, 
my sister wasn't able to do it. I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. live in fear. Um, I, even, I have a tattoo that says, um, live life without fear. And that's the, that's the message I got I from her. That. And uh, it's like by far one of my favorite tattoos that I have, but it's one of the philosophy that I have in life. It's like, we live in fear sometimes, but right. the people that we love the most haven't did right. any of that. Maybe they wouldn't, maybe they wouldn't, but who knows, you know? So that, that resonated with me. And it's like, now I, I realize my purpose. I thought I was going to be like into this music producing thing that I was like graduated for, but now <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm touching people's lives in a way where I thought I couldn't touch. Like that, that nurse that had a conversation with me, I, maybe, maybe he's a prophet. Like maybe he was meant yeah. for me to, to understand that because now I'm having conversations that I always wanted to have. Right. And always wanted to understand because mental health is a gray area. You know, if you go oh, yeah. to the to the wrong person, unfortunately, you have experience with that. I have experience with that. You know, they're going to misdiagnose you and you can be. You can, who knows where your life can be. So now it's like, oh, let me educate. Um, so far in the podcast, I had uh, psychiatrists, therapists, um, <laughs> counselors, because I, I want to break the stigma. And I'm like, not everybody's going to have a bad experience. Right. But, you know, let's let's hear from their side. And it's yeah. been phenomenal. And that's why I was like, I have to reach out. Like, hopefully she she would agree. And <laughs> hopefully the story can resonate with people because I want people to understand mm. it's it's difficult. You know, it is. Yeah. There's some days mm. where, granted, like I had, I had depression for nine years, nine, 10 years, right? Yeah. And the biggest moment of my life triggered it. And now, like, I understand that. Now I can see the, the symptoms. And now I can tell, hey, 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 have a conversation with this person because you can tell they're not they're not right. You know, just check yeah. in on them or have a have an uncomfortable conversation and tell them to get the help. And breaking down the stigma, hey, if you have to take any prescription that they give you, it's okay. Because right. some people are like, I don't want to take it. I want to take yeah. it. And I'm like, look, if they if they're recommending it, try it out. It's just a little boost. We all need a little help. It's like having a a, a, a tutor when you're in school, right? Like you need it. You know, <laughs> hey, I, trust me. I had to do a lot of tutoring sessions and, <laughs> and, but it was okay. It got me to where I needed to be. And that's the, the goal right. of this podcast is to educate. You said something there about therapists and psychiatrists. I do want to touch on that with my daughter because she had an incredible therapist and um, it wasn't until after my daughter died that I realized that she shared with us that she had been through a sexual assault and wow. also domestic violence. And, and she was going through her domestic violence um, while she was providing services to my daughter. And my daughter looked up to her like she absolutely loved her therapist and this woman is incredible. We call her a friend now. Um, but I think that's so important is that if you aren't comfortable with the therapist that you are meeting with, or you can't seem to find that fit, keep trying because yeah. there is one out there for you. And thankfully in some States they have more than others, you know, some States, it's kind of a drought as far as mental health professionals, but those are the states where I feel like the perception is you got to, yeah. you know, tighten but up your bootstraps you know and go. Do you know what? This hindsight now, because of the pandemic, 
Zoom. Yes. Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Like the 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 people that I reached out to, besides one, lives in my state. Yeah. But I reached out to them not because I thought their content was good. It's it's a language barrier. They spoke my language. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's it's a certain language that that right. some people can understand and it resonates with them. And I mm-hmm. and I and that's a powerful message right there. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just touched on something else. I think too, find a therapist that mirrors you, like you just said. Um, I think that's so important because I can't tell you how many times my husband and I have gone to a therapist and it was a woman and he felt unheard. Yeah. Because he felt like, wait, this is a woman. She gets you. Because you not, are a woman. Not, yeah, but she's not getting me. She's not I'm getting me, right? Yeah. And so that was really important, too, is to find someone who kind of gets you um, and kind of mirrors you a little bit. Because then just culturally and, you know, where you grew up and those kinds of things, I think that's that's really important also. Um, and, you know thankfully there's so many different websites and places that you can find all that information oh man i so when um you know the the u.s was on lockdown right Mm -hmm. obviously we're all we're either doing two things it's going (laughs) back there hb it's going (laughs) to go back oh yeah oh yeah yeah i i feel it i feel it's coming soon uh people are doing either two things they was on social media or they was doing the netflix so I'm on like social media, just like watching the, the the lives and stuff. And, you know, I start cranking out as much content as I can. And then I had a um, a therapist like DM me and I was like, okay, this is weird. And, you know, I don't, at this point I had no therapist following me at all. And they was just like, Hey, are you in school? And I'm just like, no, like, why, why do you ask? And they're like, well, the, the con the language that you're talking is of a mindset of a therapist. And I was like, Oh well, thank you. No, I'm just self self taught and um you know self educated. Like I have read at this point probably 118 books, wow. and the mindset that I have is I either I'm all in or I'm not. Um, right. So I'm like, this is something that I'm, I'm very passionate about because of my experience, and if I can just help that one person, I would gladly just yeah. it made my it made my life like like it just made my life right. Like to me, money is not everything. It's just really helping someone out. I don't want any yeah. family to, to go through any pain. Um, so then like another one started and another one, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then they, hey, hey, do you mind talking about this topic and try to break this mm. down like this? And I was like, oh, you give me tips. Perfect. And that's when I realized like I can be a bridge because oh. I've been from yeah. that, you know, the client side. And if I'm getting tips and advice from the expert, then I can help people out. And that's the whole idea of this content, of this podcast, honestly, of most of my content is really trying to be the bridge and break that stigma little by little. Well, you are approachable. I Ah, will say that. (laughs) Thank you. Like very approachable. And you have the nicest smile. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're going to make me blush. Thank you. But that's kind of what drew me in too, is I was like, wow, there's something about this I'm just i'm just being because like i'm very similar to your daughter ashley i can read people very well and then when it comes to like i when i meet somebody i can just feel the energy it's like okay what's really wrong what's really affecting you right. and then somehow some way magically i can get a breakthrough through them i'm like oh okay all right well that's a problem it's okay 
tomorrow's another day. We yeah. have a bad day. It's not a bad life, you know, and slowly trying to look at life like that. I realized, um, you know, at the peak of my depression, that perception was everything. It could be my prison or it could be my passport. And now I'm using it as a passport and taking it wherever I want to go, you know, and okay, cool. Like I had a bad day. We all have bad days. Right. Now there's days, there's, <laughs> there's some days when I don't want to do a good morning video. I don't want to post, but I still do it because of, man, somebody needs to hear something positive. Yeah. Right. Not even like an ego, but like, hopefully like it can resonate. And I remember like two days ago, somebody reached out to me and I'm in the middle of trying to figure out what to record. And just like what you said, they, they've been watching my content and we've been already DM and they're like, man, you saved my life. You don't even realize it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, Hey, remember when we was like going back and forth, like for like two hours, I'm like, yeah. And they was like, well, you, your conversation helped me and I got the help that I needed. Thank you. How can I repay you? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> this right here, this, just made my, this, this is it. Yeah. Like, this is it, you know? And I'm like, there's no need to repay. Like, just keep being awesome and take it day by day, you know? And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well now, now let me just keep, and that's the reason why I do what I do. Cause I just want to help that one person. Right. Yes. No. So please talk about the organization. Tell people how to like apply for the, the grants and, and the scholarships oh. and all that. Yeah. Break it down. And, and yeah. oh, where okay. are you located by the way? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so we started in Colorado because we lived in Colorado. And then last year we moved to Arizona. Okay. Okay. So now I we're in Arizona. Yeah. So now we're in Arizona, closer to family. Um, and so there are, there's kind of uh, three parts of our organization. Like I was kind of hinting at earlier, the education piece, which is on our website, like you can find resources. And then the second piece is the, like the scholarship and the scholarship is for my daughter's high school. However, the third piece is for anyone who wants to apply and it's kind of a first come first serve. But in February, um, it's actually random acts of kindness month. And so we, the week of Valentine's, we sponsor um, something called Pedal It Forward. Um, my daughter was a florist. That was her first job when she was going to college. She worked as a florist. And so um, it's Petal at Ford, P-E-T-A-L, like the flower. Yeah. Petals. And what you do is the student, I'll, yeah, let me start. So we give schools a uh, mini grants about $200 okay. and they can add money to that if they would like to. Um, with that $200, we ask them to buy flowers. And so um, you can buy carnations, roses. We had a middle school last year do like candy flowers instead because they were worried about the flowers getting all over the school yeah. or whatever, but sugar's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the kids are going to eat it. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And so we encourage them to um, recruit student leaders in the school, but not your typical student leaders. So not the ones that are always at the forefront, right? Yeah. We want them to kind of mix it up. And so they select these students from different groups and these students get together and they write kind, like kindness sayings or 
um, write little notes, um, like you matter, you are beautiful, or just all these different things. And they tie them to the stems of the roses or the carnations or whatever they have. And then on the day, we usually, we try to encourage them to do it on Valentine's because Valentine's schools always give, kids always give flowers and there's always those kids that don't get flowers, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was that kid too. I got flowers from my brother. My mom (laughs) made my brothers buy me flowers. So I would like carry around my flowers like, you know, but my boyfriend went to another school. I was like, shit. So anyway, so we try them to do it around valentine's just because we want all of the kids as many of the kids in the school to really feel that love during that week and so um students take the leader the student leaders take i don't know my when we first did it they would take 10 flowers with them and they give away two they're looking so it's about seeking and acting right so they're looking for students who are typically more quiet kind of in the background at the school um girls and boys um maybe students who they could tell have been kind of having a difficult time and we encourage schools to get involved with their counselors to kind of identify students that might need a boost Um, And so what I love about it is these students are really looking for kids that they normally wouldn't notice, right? And so it's getting them to look for acts of service, but then they go and they give that student the two flowers and then they tell that student, hey, I'm going to give you these two flowers and I want you to give one of them away to someone else. Um, that you think might use a boost today. And so that's what's pedaling it forward, right? I love it. And what I love are the stories that come afterwards. So part of the deal is we have a whole little form and everything. Part of the deal is, is that the schools give us um, reports back and stories back so that we can keep them and share them. And so we take pictures and we share these stories and some schools last year. So we've only, I mean, my daughter's only been, you know, passed away for two years. So we've only done this two years, but um, last year was really cool because schools dedicated the whole week. So they put signs up all over the school about kindness and, and teachers paid attention to students and started reaching out. And it really is about saying, hey, I really like your shirt today. Or, you know what, I noticed you kind of struggling in class. Can I help you? And yeah. so that's what it is. And so that's the piece that this year, um, we do it every February. So we release all the information in January. And like I said, it's first come, first serve. We only have, we have so much money. We're small you know, yeah. kind of grassroots kind of thing. And um, so we give people, we just write them a check or call the school and have them deposit it in their account and they just have them get creative. And so it's That's like wonderful. I said, it is so much fun. I was a school teacher. I was a high school teacher. And so for me, just knowing what kinds of kids um, benefit from that just makes my heart so full. And oh, yeah. so 
Yeah, and so we do it, we call it Petal It Forward, and that's our, that's why our site is called Flowers for Ash, because our daughter was a florist, but also... I, I figured that. I was like, I was like, I was like I'm pretty sure she has yeah. to be into flowers. So no, oh, yeah. It's, 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 I was like, it's wonderful. Yeah. No, this is this is awesome. I'm glad we connected. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we have to go. Yeah, but well, please. that's perfect timing. Dogs are barking. <laughs> <laughs> so please... Tell the people where to find you at on social media and when to find the website at. Yeah. So on IG, we're flower underscore uh, four underscore Ash. But if you just look up the Ashley Busby, B-U-S-B-Y foundation, you'll find us. We're on um, IG and we're also on Facebook. And then if you click the link in our IG bio, it'll take you to the website and that's where all the resources are. So wonderful, wonderful. Don't worry, everything's going to be in the description down below. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, this was wonderful. I'm glad we connected. I'm glad we was able to have this. Uh, yeah. You guys don't know we tried about like four times, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I was finishing up school. <laughs> <laughs> but this was fun. And I'm hoping that this can resonate with someone or yeah. just give insight from a, a different perspective. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate this. Well, thanks, HB, for everything. Thanks. Anytime, anytime. Until then, guys, we see you next time.